Want some tips to cut down your content production and content marketing time? Well, I hear you. Uh, Keep listening because in this episode, I'll share five time-saving tips for your business. Now, this is a community-powered episode which was recorded live and features speed networking and a Q&A session with live business owners who joined our B2B podcast party. Sign up for our next monthly B2B podcast party at simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party. That's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party and you have a chance to appear on our upcoming episode. All right, stay tuned as those tips are coming right after this introduction. Welcome to Authentic Influence with host Anthony Chansamuth, the show where we get real and share the stories and struggles, strategies and tactics of successful influencers and entrepreneurs so that you too can take action to create the life and business that you choose. And now over to Anthony. Okay, so welcome all, welcome one, welcome all to the first inaugural official uh, B2B podcast party. Uh, this is a event and I wanted it to be an event. It's, it's and, and I called it a party for a reason because I want us to have fun. Okay. Um, I don't know how your week's been, but mine's been terrible. I've been in, I've been bedridden pretty much for the whole week. Oh, no. um, did, you, did you pick up the big C? Uh, something like that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's just so recovering and I'm just glad I have my, uh, I have my appetite back, which is uh, the most frustrating thing for me. Um, so for intents and purposes, this is an opportunity for us to to learn together, to network, to have, have a bit of fun, uh, and really um, and connect and, and learn all about what great work you're all doing as well, um, and, and be able to share with each other. Okay, so this is being recorded, and it's going to be a monthly. Uh, I'm intending this to be a monthly event where I invite my community members, listeners to the Authentic Influence podcast and our uh, Authentic Influence Facebook group to come together uh, and, and, and really just uh, jam and have some fun, okay? And these episodes are recorded. They, do, they go on to our podcast. So as you all know, as you registered, um, part of this particular event will be an opportunity for you to practice your 60-second pitch. Um, and that will uh, also mean that uh, your pitch will go onto our podcast and in front of our audience. So if there's anyone there who likes what you do or wants to connect with you, they will. Okay, so um, let's just run through the format for today. Um, Excuse me. Uh, Are you okay for me to take photos that I can put on social media? Absolutely. Great question. Uh, Yes, go ahead. If you want to do any uh, photos, screenshots, sharing on socials, all for it. Um, There are a couple of hashtags there behind my head. Um, So B2B Podcast Party and then also New South Wales Small Business Month. Uh, This event is, I'll get to our partner in a moment, but um, let's do that now actually. So I wanted to say thank you and a shout out to our, our partner for this particular event. It's New South Wales government uh, who are running during March. This is the last day, uh, New South Wales Small Business Month. And the theme for this 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 year is to rebuild, recharge and renew. 
right? And so when I pitched this event uh, as a partnership, um, you know, my goal was to help businesses do these three things, right? And um, connecting people is the way that I do it. That's just my way of helping us to re recharge and renew. Okay. Um, so yes, if you are uh, posting things you can just use those hashtags and that would be really appreciated uh, so today's call uh, will go like this all right we're going to start off with a, a 10 minute uh, content marketing tip so i'll be just teaching you one tip that uh, would be useful for you in terms of using content to grow your business um, then we'll move on to a Q&A related to that particular tip. If you have any particular questions, I'm going to open a, the, the floor to one or two of you um, to pose a question related to what I teach, uh, and I'll answer that. And then we'll move over to the speed networking round, and each one of you will have 90 seconds to, to pitch your business. Uh, and I've given you a framework. Now, can I just check that you have received the framework and you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I haven't, I don't think. Haven't. Okay, that's right. That. Oh, good, Joanna, because I've got a, I have a slide for you. So that's, oh, good. Okay. that's all perfect. So, you know, <laughs> uh, being the, the gracious host, I made sure I had that ready for anyone who didn't have it. Um, and then at the end, we'll have an open Q&A. And I know you all submitted, or not all, some, most of you submitted some questions around content marketing to me uh, when you registered. Uh, I'm going to, uh, again, open the floor uh, for anyone to actually bring that question um, to this group and, and, and raise it you know, in the session, and we'll have 10 minutes to answer a couple of questions there as well. Mm. Okay, so mm. um, that's the format. We're going to get straight into it. All right, ready for that? Thumbs up, you ready to go or type in the chat. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Let's go. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right, now I ask that you mute yourself in the uh, teaching component. Um, and then uh, when it's time to open mic, I will let you know, hey, Mike, so you can open your mic and, and chat. Okay, but this is for remember whilst this is a teaching session you have live people on here with you right so feel free to use the chat as much as possible uh you know talk about it what you're doing raise questions you know add insights comments experiences that you've had uh, we've got some really powerful content marketers on here uh, erica erica has her own show uh, uh natasha has been doing this for a very long time and has a very super successful multiple businesses um and, and we've got a lot to learn she's probably the guru to me um but uh you know my challenge is to uh, yeah uh, highlight all your strengths and, and show us been amazing content as well recently um so let's go all right um do do what's going on in my slides <clears throat> Okay, here we go. So today's uh, topic for our 10 minute tip is five ways to save time producing content. Uh, one of the common threads that kept coming up with, with some of these questions that, that, that each of you submitted when you uh, registered was how do I create a system around my content? How do I produce uh, more, you know, better output or more consistent output of content? How do I use my content better, uh, whether it's to generate leads or to generate uh, sales or, or, or new business, right? Um, and so for me, what it was screaming in my head when I was reading through the questions was time, right? I don't have a lot of time, F. what can I do uh, to make sure that I'm getting you know, the best um, you know, ROI or, or, or the best uh, investment in if I'm producing content, um, how do I make sure that that actually uh, supports my business uh, and doesn't become a black hole trap where I'm just 
all I'm doing is content and I don't actually serve clients, um, which can happen, right? So some of you have teams, some of you are doing it solo, uh, that's all good. So these tips will apply regardless of what situation you're in, okay? Um, first thing you, you you really want to i'm going to give you the tips first the sort of the five and then i'm going to break down each one of them uh, at a time okay so and i only have seven minutes to do it so uh, if i rush it's because it's uh, designed to be this way um so yeah definitely have a content a, pl a planner uh, a schedule um to plan your content in, in advance uh you want to create content for all stages of your customer value journey and i'm going to explain what that is uh, if you've never heard of that, you might have heard of uh, something similar. Okay, uh, you want to use create. You want to create and use templates for recurring types of content, right? Um, so if you have an email newsletter that goes out on a, on a weekly basis, or on a fortnight, or every month, or if you've got social media posts that you do quite you know, quite frequently, uh, you know there are tools and templates, right? So uh, definitely encourage you the use of templates where possible uh, to cut down the, the thinking time involved in producing content um, and then just plug and play, right? And I'll show you some, an example of that. Um, repurposing is the huge one. This is the massive biggest time saver um, that you can do. You take one article, one podcast, one video, uh, and then you turn it into three, five, 10, 20. I've seen someone do like 40 pieces of content from one original source content. Um, so that, uh, is the secret source for saving time. Uh, and the fifth one is, is, you know, why don't hand, you can hand it over to someone else to take care of it for you, right? That's the ultimate, which is outsource the content creation. Um, and, uh, that comes with, with pros and cons, of course. So we can talk about that, right? So let's go deeper, right? So feel free to screenshot this. There will be a review, uh, a recap slide in a moment on all five of these. Okay, so the first one I talked about was uh, making sure that you have a content schedule. <clears throat> this is just, you know, I think for all of us who have been in business for some time or have ever worked in a role that requires some kind of scheduling or project management or these sort of things. I was a project manager for almost a decade before I came into the world of business. Um, and it's just essential. Uh, what's that saying that, you know, if, if, if you don't, plan you plan to fail or something like that it goes along, <laughs> along those lines um it, content's the same marketing is the same and and, and you know uh, i'm gonna at some point i'd hope to natasha shares her story and how she does marketing because it's been an engine that's been running for over a decade um and consistently like like there's and without fail uh, and so you know the quickest way to a great way to save time is to plan in advance right so if you sit down and you say okay i'm going to block right um there's, there's two types of planning one is what's the content going to be right and then secondly is when am i when am i producing the content right so so you need time to do both uh i like to do it in 90 day cycles Cheryl's aware of this so um what i like to do is say okay over the next three months what what are the key pieces of content that we need to produce to speak to our uh target audience our prospective buyer right um and and then let's let's lay that out on a calendar like what we're seeing on the screen here all right literally just go okay each day what's going out on what day what type of content is it going to be right um and now that's one thing the second thing is you want to block time in your, in your calendar to make sure that you're actually doing that so you know anything we don't schedule anything we don't block into our calendars i don't know about you but for me if, if it's not in the calendar it doesn't happen 
right? Um, so I need to make sure that I'm allocating mental space and time for the creation of the content. Um, and then uh, let's talk about the types of content to focus on, especially if you're trying to use it to grow your business. Uh, I, a common mistake I see from a strategic point is that you know there are business owners out there or, or, or marketing people who are producing content that just doesn't translate to business growth. Okay, so if you're out there producing industry reports and things like that, unless your buyers are buying industry reports, um, it's probably not, not going to help you, right? It's not going to help you with acquiring the next customer, right? So you need to think about, I'm going to give you a framework here because I love frameworks <laughs> for those of you who know me. Um, so uh, the three P's. First of all, you want positioning content, okay? The goal and the objective of positioning content is to build credibility and position you as a leader in your industry, all right? Uh, or in your uh, vertical, in your niche, uh, whatever you want to call that, okay? And here are different types of positioning content, okay? So um, most of you will know I'm huge on case studies, like I'm, I'm the case study guy, <laughs> people are starting to call me. Uh, and uh, this is a because it's a type of positioning content, right? Um, testimonials, uh, media features, if you've done guest podcast appearances, guest uh, blog posts, guest articles, right? If you've done partner collaborations, I don't think Teresa has joined us yet. Um, I recently interviewed uh, Teresa, who is an, uh, just an amazing uh, partnerships uh, person. Uh, Erica's nodding, she, she listened to the episode. Um, if you haven't heard that, jump back to the, that, that episode, I think it was released two weeks ago. Um, Teresa Tarlington uh, just totally breaks down how do, you, how do you create these fantastic profitable commercial partnerships uh, and, and what are partners looking for when you're trying to do that, okay? So positioning content, one type of content you definitely need to be creating. The second type of content is problem solving content, okay? Here's where you identify problems your audience is facing and then you offer solutions they may need in your content, right? Um, and so these are your, you know, you might know them as how-to articles, right? Um, I'm going to go a step further and say they need to be SEO optimized articles. If your objective is to attract people to your business, to your website, uh, and then on your website, have them book a call with you, submit an inquiry, buy something, download your, you know, your, your in-depth guide, whatever it may be, you need to make sure that your content, your, your articles that you're putting out there, uh, are optimized for search engines. Okay, so uh, SEO optimized articles, all right? You want to have in-depth guides or what's called content clusters. Okay, and this is an SEO term. Um, our SEO expert isn't on the call today. I think he's, it's a bit like too late for him. Um, but, uh, uh, and, and so something he talks about, you know, in, in, in an episode uh, of the podcast where I interviewed Gert Merlach, uh, he talked about content clusters, this idea of, you know, you want to, if, if, if the only piece of content you could produce in 90 days was one, one thing on your website, um, create what's called a content cluster. So if you uh, just quickly type in a chat, uh, what, what are you the expert of? If you were to be expert of something or known for something, what do you want to be known for? Type that into the chat, right? Um, so then whatever you submit into, you know, as your answer, okay, that is where you should start your content cluster. Okay, so if Cheryl is the, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> excuse me, the expert of outsourcing for uh, property businesses, all right, um, then we need to have a uh, in-depth guide or a content cluster which focuses on how to outsource uh, or hire and, and train a VA or, you know, for real estate businesses, all right? That would be, imagine if you had the best guide on the, on the internet for that, 
right? And you know that's a problem because your, your, your clients are coming to you to, to buy that from you as a service. Uh, therefore, that's what you're producing. Training, webinar, videos, great. Uh, and the fourth one here I've added is, is you'll include your scorecard and quizzes. You're probably seeing more of these now um, pop up, you know, uh, you're probably aware of sort of Myers-Briggs quiz, those personality test things that we've been doing for years. Um, now in the this kind of, you know, entering the world of business and a lot of businesses are producing these uh, because the, the, the good old 10, 20, 50 page PDF uh, books that ebooks we used to do, you know, five or 10 years ago, just don't cut it anymore. Like how many of us have downloaded or submitted our email addresses to get an ebook and not even opened it up, <laughs> not read it, not, not even, you know, bothered to <laughs> everyone's nodding. Okay. So you're relate, but give us a 10 minute quiz, right? With 10 questions, we can do that. And it's fun. And we get a, you know, uh, an assessment out of it to say, hey, this is where you are uh, and this is what you need to do next, you know, and that's much more practical and useful for us. All right. Then, you know, reading something and, and going, oh, my gosh. Right. Um, problem solving content. OK, and now we switch over. Uh, the third uh, piece of content is promotional content. OK, so you want to have uh, you want to let your audience know how to take the next step to work with you. All right. What, what do I do next, Eric? What am I doing, uh, Andre? Like, you know, I've read your awesome guide. What next? Okay, so um, here is a one-page brochure or a landing page. You can direct people to that. Um, they can sign up for something, you know, in exchange for an email address or a phone number. Um, maybe you have a limited time or a launch offer, right? So whatever, it depends on what you're selling, of course. Uh, <laughs> you might offer a free trial. A lot of us on here are... Uh, because we're in the B2B world, we offer we typically offer free consulting, discovery calls, uh, these sort of things. Um, and Natasha has a, quite a, a killer uh, intro or next step, which is to actually attend a, a half day or three hour workshop with her and it's paid. So, so you know, that's a signal if someone's paying to join you for, the, for, an, for three hours of your time, um, you know, and that also it, it really I remember Natasha sharing that with me a few years ago and it's still working. So, so it's awesome. Um, you can have a, a demo if you have software or product um, or um, if you like, you can have an event, right? So, you know, full uh, transparency, this event, right, is a type of promotional content. Okay. It's like, come in, learn more about what I do and what I teach. And then, you know, next step from here is, you know, Book, book a call with me or you know ask me questions and, and let's jump on a call 15 minutes and have a chat about how i can help you right so that's the three types of content um positioning content problem solving content promotional content okay uh, are we learning thumbs up yeah excellent even the experts are learning <laughs> okay let's go all right now uh the third thing we want to talk about is um creating content that is uh oh, sorry the second tip was second step was to create content for all stages of your customer value journey digital marketer if you've never been to their website digitalmarketer.com they created this idea of uh, they, they they repurposed the idea of a customer journey or a buyer journey and then they called it the customer value journey right and i, I like that because what that in what that indicates to us as business owners and people running businesses is we have to provide value at every step of the journey right it's not about just producing something content just so we can inquire acquire new business 
but how can we actually add value at each step of the way? Okay, now uh, the visual you're seeing on the screen uh, <clears throat> breaks it down like a funnel. You've probably heard of the word sales funnel. Is that uh, everyone's agreeing? Okay, great. If you haven't heard of it, let me know in the chat. I'll explain that. But if you think of a, you know, a sift or a funnel, and you know, for those of you who my, my wife likes to bake, so for those of you who like to bake, you will know you put the flour at the top of the funnel, and then it, it pulls a you know, whatever lumps and things out of it, and you get fine flour at the bottom of the funnel, right? At the funnel, okay? Um, in a sales funnel, it's, it's visualized the same way. We have the top of the funnel, so tofu is top of funnel. Uh, no, we're not talking about tofu that's in my fridge right now, <coughs> excuse me. Um, uh, and then, you know, at this stage, really, you know, the, the your, your buyer or your prospective buyer is at that uh, curious phase. They're in that research phase, like I'm interested I have a problem that I need to solve. I'm doing some searches, whether I go to Google or I'm going to YouTube or wherever way I find you. Uh, and then, you know, uh, I'm looking at social media, right? And then, um, so the type of content you can produce here for this stage, right, right is that awareness stage uh, is blog posts, right? And I talked about that. So you can do social media updates, you can do infographics, videos, podcasts, right? So these are kind of the, the types of content that's working really well right now where we are in 2022. Okay. Um, then we move to the middle of the funnel for, so, uh, you know, the majority of your site visitors will land at the top or people who, who are kind of interested in what you're, you're doing or starting to get to know you. Now, you know, not all those people will move down to the next stage, but a percentage of them will, right? So they're the people who are more serious. Now we're at the middle of the funnel, right? And this is where we're really in that, um, evaluation stage right i know what the problem is i know that i need it solved um i've read some great blog posts at the top here i've, I've watched a couple of your videos i've heard some of your podcast episodes i'm interested in, in diving deeper um, and then uh we're coming in and then now we're looking at uh, okay i need some more detail about your specific solution about specific uh, how do i specifically solve the problem i'm, I'm looking to solve this is where excuse me, you know, uh, where you have a chance to really uh, increase your positioning um, content, right? So we're, we're giving ebooks and white papers, we're talking about reports, we're talking about guides, case studies, templates and toolkits, right? Um, I've uh, worked with a uh, an accounting firm for the last few years, uh, with their, helping them do their content. And one of their best performing pieces of content is a um, they specialize in zero um, accounting software. So uh, we created a zero toolkit for small business, right? And in that are uh, a Google sheet um, that, you know, helps you work out your profit and loss. There is a, um, uh, you know, if you're looking to hire staff, there's a Google sheet that, that the team created, uh, which helps you, you plug in your numbers and it works out when's the best time for you to hire your next staff member, right? you think that's useful for someone who's at that stage of consideration when they're like, I'm thinking of hiring someone. Um, and I just want someone to help me work out where it's the best, when's the best time for me to do that. Right. If I, then if you came along and said, well, here's a template for you to work it out. Right. Instead of saying, go read this 10,000 word blog post, you know, here's a template, right. You can work out it in the next 10 minutes. Right. So that's, that's much very useful stuff for the middle of the funnel. Right um you've got email courses quizzes webinars list of resources okay that's the middle of the funnel welcome kylie for joining us um uh we're just going through uh some tips on how to save time with your content marketing right and then bottom of the funnel is you're going to look at um 
you know, you're going to provide competitive comparisons. You want to provide details around what your product and service is. Uh, customer stories and testimonials absolutely must be in this section. Uh, you want to give consultations if you can do that, demos, free trials. When I was coaching, uh, I would offer free coaching, right? I would give them 30 minute to an hour session. I would coach them for an hour. Uh, and then um, I, I had something like 80% of people would then move on to a paid, paid coaching program based on their experience, right? Um, the, we, we live in a world of try before you buy, right? Would you buy the cake if the, the person selling the cake didn't give you a sample first? Uh, you, know, you know, and this is why they do that in the stores. You're walking through Westfield or wherever you are and, and they offer you samples of the, of the product. Uh, and if, and cause they know, right for them, that's, that's their marketing expense. They know, right. If we can just get people to taste the, the product, uh, we'll get buyers. Right. Um, and so that's, that's the way it works. I say, so the tip here is to create content for all levels of the funnel, where I see a lot of mistake with small businesses. They focus so much on the top of the funnel, uh, they neglect the middle and they go straight to the bottom. So they have the, the, the piece of content they help them sell, uh, they have the, which is usually the sales page. They have the, the, the blog posts and whatever the videos and things going on at the top, they skip the middle, right? And, and the middle is important, right? You want to make sure that you have some pieces of content there that, that speak directly to the person who's ready to buy. Okay. And they're just evaluating, right? Hope that's a helpful tip. Okay. And let's move on. The third one we talked about was a uh, time-saving tip was to create and use templates for recurring types of content. Okay. So this is, you're looking at my notion, a screenshot of my notion, uh, page where I actually have a publishing schedule for my weekly newsletter. Uh, I've got a date, I've got, is it drafted, is it sent, um, uh, the related notion file, <coughs> excuse me. Um, and then, uh, you know, I plan this, you know, we just have this as a rolling weekly, um, event, uh, for myself, for my, and my, ad, my, my Janine, who's our admin person, she helps me do this. Uh, and then we, here's a template. So it's actually laid out in this way. I have, uh, an intro section where I write, you know, hey, whatever, hey, name, subscriber name. And then I've got the top, that top section that's in white before the line is where I actually write in my, like, sort of ants message for the week. And then I've got these five resources at the, um, beneath it. So if you've seen my newsletter, you would recognize the format straight away uh, because it's always the same. I, I don't, I don't play with this. I don't monitor, like I, I've done it the first time and went, that works. Okay. Let's just keep that consistent. Um, and so now um, I've combined this with, uh, the last tip, which is the outsource, but I kind of uh, got my VA who actually uh, I got, I found Janine through Cheryl uh, and, and the Growth Hub. Uh, so shout out to Cheryl for that. Um, and so we, um, yeah, Janine comes in and she does that, that here, are this week's five resources, Janine populates that section for me. Okay, so we have a library, a, a, a list of um, resources that I add to it every single week. She goes in there, she picks five resources, she puts them in that, that section at the bottom, um, creates the introdu introductory sections for each, uh, and then I create the section at the top because I, only I can write that, she can't write that, uh, and then uh, I evaluate and review what she's done and tweak, make tweaks as required before I say I give it the, the green light. Then Janine moves forward and she schedules that into our uh, ConvertKit, which is our, our email software, um, and away it goes. So that's how I've been able to systemize um, the newsletter on a weekly basis. Okay. And I'll tell you what, before I did this, it was a nightmare to get consistent. I was like doing one, one once a month. I dropped the ball for three months. Um, at some point I was, I was going hard and did it weekly. Um, but it wasn't until I, I created this simple system um, that I was able to get it 
I've nailed it. We haven't missed an, uh, an edition for the last like three months. Right. So, um, that's the, the, <clears throat> creating, creating templates, right? That's number three. Number four was uh, repurpose, you know, your content. So this is how I do it, right? You notice that we're doing this as a zoom call and, and I've chosen done it this way for a reason. Okay. So I start off with a video at the top. So we have a zoom video or a zoom recording. I usually do it um, as a Facebook live for my podcast episodes. Uh, and then I send that to WordPress, right? <laughs> I then send it to YouTube. I create snippets from that one, that Facebook live, uh, five, five, uh, shorter videos. They go onto LinkedIn, same thing, five shorter videos. They go into Twitter. Right. And then, uh, we also send an audio file extract from that video into Dropbox. Uh, and that actually becomes the audio that goes into, onto my podcast. All right. So that's how we take one piece of content and we've turned it into 18 pieces of content. Okay. Um, Oh, and of course there's Instagram, right? So that's, um, that, that's the, the, the other uh, place where we're, we're promoting the podcast. All right. Um, now here's my little secret. I'm using a tool to do this and, and automate most of this process. Okay. Um, the tool is called repurpose, right? You can see the link on the, on the, on the, si on the screen here. It's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash repurpose tool. Um, if you're someone like me who prefers to speak rather than to, to write things out, um, then definitely uh, check out this tool. Uh, you can take a video so you can record the video. You don't have to do a Facebook live. I just like to do it that way um, because I like to interact with my guests and whatnot. Um, but this system has been running for us for, you know, for over a year. I have now, I'm at seven episode 73, I think of the podcast. Um, and it's all been done because of the system, right? And this is how we get it out. And it's how we've been able to grow it. Okay. So repurposing. Now let's let's say we take that video at the top and we flip it and we go, okay, well, I'm not doing videos and I'm creating articles. Excellent. Get an article at the top, right? You can then turn it into, instead of said, you know, you, maybe you could, you could, uh, record with your phone, simple, uh, voice recorder or use a tool like Otto. You can record you reading some of that article that becomes now an audio format, right? Uh, you can then give it to someone to turn it into a video format, or you can even use repurpose to, to take that audio and send it to YouTube as a video format and actually create the template for you and uh, makes a really quick and easy video. Right? So there are tools that do this and, and there's a, a smarter ways to go about repurposing. Okay. So that's tip number four. Uh, and here's uh, if you want to see the breakdown of how that all works and, and, and actually walk through it, um, there is a, previous episode of the podcast you can check out, which is uh, repurposing content, how to turn one video into 18 pieces of content on social media. Uh, just head over to simplecreditmarketing.com forward slash podcast, uh, and you can see that there. All right. So final one. Um, all right. We're flying through here. Uh, outsourcing. All right. So this is a, the, the final step, you know, for those who, if you're at that stage and you've got the budget to do so, and you're saying, well, you know, I don't really want to write all these articles and I, but I know I need to do this SEO optimized articles every month. Uh, you know, I need to do these case studies on a regular basis because I've got these great clients, but I haven't really shared their stories yet. Um, and, and you really need to be doing those. All right. So, um, at simplecreativemarketing.com. Uh, this is my business. Obviously we have, we do both. We have team members that produce case studies and, and uh, articles for our clients. We do email series, landing pages, lead magnets, all of these things. Um, so, you know, now you don't have to outsource to me. Certainly there are other companies that do there, do that as well. Um, but this is, you know, 
tip number five here is you really scratch for time and you just prefer to focus on what you do best uh, and you want to work with someone who's qualified and has the expertise to help you um, then check out you know uh, whether it's agencies or um, you know, businesses like mine that can do this kind of work right we recommend that okay so quick review uh, five ways to save time producing content one use a content calendar to plan your content in advance number two create content for all stages of your customer value journey right number three create and use templates for recurring types of content uh, such as email newsletters um, social media posts even blog posts when we write blog posts for our, our clients we have a structure and a format that is already um it's almost like a checklist right so um it has you know your, your header it has your subtitle it has your um opening paragraph has your excuse me and we work through a checklist the checklist has about 40 items on there so i'm not going to show it to you right now you just get overwhelmed um but um that's what we do and our writers go through that process and then our editors go through and clean that up um, before it goes back to our clients who review the drafts they give it the okay and it goes up on their site so that that's you know but that's a template right we couldn't do that as fast as we can as as consistently as we can without the template right um Repurpose one article or podcast or video into multiple pieces of content. Uh, and tip number five here is to outsource your, your content creation. Okay. So that's five ways to save time producing content. I'm going to flip it over to you in our live audience here. Um, anyone got a question related to anything I've just shared? And you can open your mic. Uh, let's go with Joanna. Anna, Joanna's got her. her uh... Wait, Joanna, I can't hear you. Pardon me. Hi. Hi. You know, I, I can't recall how you pronounce your name. How do you pronounce your name? Anthony. Anthony. Thanks. Thanks, Anthony. Uh, so, yeah, um, thanks for all the uh, your presentation and the information. It's really useful. And uh, my question is about how much content in the newsletter? Because I find I'm not sure, but I'm wondering whether I'm over-servicing. So you let's uh, understand the situation. So do you have an existing newsletter that you're putting out? What's the frequency? Yes. Like you said, once a month at the moment. Okay, great. Um, and how, how long is it currently or previous? It's pretty long. I, I mean, I, I, the last the last one had at least, I can't remember, four or five different you know, articles, trying to offer value as well as make offers. Yep. So trying to get that balance right. But um, yeah. So uh, it, it's, a, it's one of those, you know, how long is a piece of string type questions, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it, it really comes down to, you know, is everything on the newsletter providing value and answering a particular question that you yeah. know is being asked of the, by your audience? Um, and you can actually, <laughs> if you've got whether it's clients or friends or whoever is on the newsletter or even just people who haven't read the newsletter yet who are your mates so who you know you can give them a copy of the newsletter and say can you just have a look at that and, and give me feedback um you know uh, you can even share share it with me later just forward me one later and, and mm. i'm happy to give some feedback my, my take on this is because uh, i kind of juggled with this question as well when i started um and i looked at what was happening in in my industry in the world of marketing and sort of entrepreneurship uh, and so there are two standout types of newsletters. One is uh, if anyone is registered to or subscribe to Tim Ferriss and his newsletter, he's got five minute Fridays, uh, five, uh, five bullet Fridays. So on Friday, he sends an email out five bullet points 
Um, and right. they're, just, they're just resources. They're just, this is a book I've read or re and recommend. This is a, a podcast or music I'm listening to. This is, you know, the latest Now he sells, um, uh, supplements. So he will often recommend a supplement that, that he's using or he's, he's, you know, he, he's selling. Um, and so they're very, you know, if you know, Tim Ferriss and you listen to his podcast and, and stuff, so you kind of know he, that's what he's into and, and, and you're probably into some of those things too. So I never find those things a waste of time because I'm more like, I'm, I'm interested. I'm subscribed for a reason because I'm interested in that, in what he's going to send me. So if people mm -hmm. subscribe to you, Joanna, then they, they know what you do, right? Ideally. Um, and then they know, okay, if I, you know, if I'm subscribing to you, that you're going to be sending me information that relates to something that I'm interested in, um, mm. and provided that you do that, then, then that's value, right? Mm. Um, you, you know, when it becomes too much is when mm. you're, you, you, you stray away from the what's in it for them question. Like if mm. you read through your draft and you go, okay, w w what are they getting from this? Right. And I've, I've mm. cut complete paragraphs of things I've written. Like I've had a newsletter one time where I wrote over a thousand words for my mm. <laughs> opening paragraph. And I just went, what am I really trying to say here? Right. Um, and, and can, how can I, if I were to do this as a, as a bullet point format, how could I summarize this? And that's exactly what I did. I took that thousand words and I cut mm. it down to five bullet points and I felt, okay, that's much more, um, concise and that mm. my, my audience service reading this, if they've got, you know, maybe they're flicking on their phone during lunch mm. or in a break or wherever uh, on the train and they're just going, that's good. I can, you know, take away something very quickly in two minutes. I've got something useful from that newsletter. I'll come back next time. Right. Mm. So that's what, what, what those are kind of the, the considerations I'd have for your newsletter. Mm. Mm. How much time does your audience have to read? If they're, if they're, you know, retired couples that, have a lot mm. of time, um, then, then certainly you can have much more longer narrative type mm. content. Mm. Um, but mm. if they're, if they're in there to learn something from you, give me one tip that I can walk away this week. That's mm. practical, right? Mm. Or one resource that I can, I can go listen to, um, that, you know, that, then address yeah. that. Does that help? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's really, it's, it's still a question. I might send it to you and be great. Yeah. Yep. be most appreciative to get your feedback you're welcome okay thank you okay does anyone else have a question around what i just shared okay on andre yes anthony it's more about joanna's as well what would be an ideal regularity of sending out newsletters my one is going out roughly about every seven to ten days right would you have a general answer so i'm not sending too long ones i i try and reduce it to about maybe five minute read then a video yeah and then they can basically just choose whichever they prefer mm -hmm. and uh, what is your opinion what's my opinion on regularity of newsletters okay, how great, great. yep what's great. an ideal setup yep. so they hear about <laughs> you you're in front of them but not too into their okay. face Awesome question, Andre. So why, how often and, and why should we send newsletters? All right. So this is something that um, I encourage all businesses do. Um, uh, even my local cafe, I went across the road to him and said, do you have a newsletter? He said, no, I said, you should send one. <laughs> um, um, biggest, like worst opportunity, like I've seen like your local cafe, if you go into your local cafe and get your coffee or your tea, or whatever, and you ask them, do you have an email list? And they say, no, they're, sh they're really killing their businesses. Right. Um, because coffee like who doesn't want free coffee you get you say hey 
sign up for my newsletter, I'll give you a free coffee. Who's, who's going to say no to that, right? Um, and then I'm going to send you discounts once a month to come back into our store and buy a coffee, right? Um, now, back to your point, Andre, what you're doing, obviously you're not selling coffee, but um, in terms of frequency, you, at a minimum, once per month, right? Um, because you, you want to be that friend who shows up at least once a month and says hello, because then you still remember who your friend is. Um, the friends that don't talk to you for six months, you're like, oh my gosh, where the hell did you disappear to? Um, and then, you know, for me, I focus on weekly because that, that level of consistency means I'm popping up in their inboxes once a week and they have the option to unsubscribe if it's too much. They have the option of continuing and consuming more if it's enough. Um, and, or just for a lot of some of our subscribers, they just archive them, put them like archive the emails and they come back in their own time when they're ready to read them. Right. Uh, but they know there's value there. So coming, this ties into Joanna's question. Um, it all comes down to how, what type of value are you presenting, uh, in your content, in your newsletter. Right. So if, if you design now, here's the question in your newsletter, when you're writing a newsletter, is it about Andre or is it about the reader? Right. Um, because if it's all about you, right now, it depends if you're a celebrity and you're let's not get into the Will Smith conversation based on what happened last night. Um, but, um, you know, if, if you're if it's if, if they're there to learn about you and your journey. Great. But if they're there to learn about themselves and to grow and to develop, and I know that's sort of the purpose of your, your business, Andre, um, then and to transform then imagine that you provided a transformational tip every single time they open their, their email, right? One thing that they could do that could go away and, and give them some insight, an activity they could do that, that pushes them to the edge of their boundary and that, you know, puts them on a discomfort level when they're like, oh my gosh, I'm really about to transform. Because, you know, we all know here on our call, we all love personal development is, you know, the, 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 the best transformation happens on the edge of our comfort, right? Um, and so, now you could share stories about you and what happened in your life and your business. Um, and then from there, what's the lesson and always end with, here's the lesson for you. Right. Um, so they can then walk away with, okay, wow. Like, like that's, that's, I, I didn't see that in that way. Or here's something that, that I can go and test with my, my kids or my parents or my business owner, my business partner, wherever. Right. So, um, come back to frequency minimum once a month. Um, but just focus on, What's the takeaway they're going to get from that each one? And you know what the takeaway is because when you do the subject of the email, it should be clear what the takeaway is in the, in the subject, right? And so I make sure that, you know, hey, you know, if you're struggling with this, read this, right? And I've done that with my email subject line. So people open it up and go, yep. <laughs> and it's only going to be the people who struggle with that thing who are going to open it, right? So for everyone else who aren't struggling with that thing, they're going to, they're going to skip it. And that's okay, but they're still subscribed. They haven't unsubscribed from you. Right. So um, map out, this comes back to your, your customer journey at each stage of their journey, what specific challenges and questions, problems are coming up. And then, for, then map out for each, uh, each newsletter that you write, tackle one struggle. Right. Um, and you could literally map out 12 weeks or 12 months of newsletter in one sitting. Right. And that's actually a good way to go about it. Does that help Andre? Yeah. Yes. I'm on the right track. It looks like you Thanks. are. I, I always, yeah. um, I have stories in every one of them, and there's always that learning is packaged into it. So yes, it really, 
and really drive it into their subconscious mind. That's it. And that's the I know that's on the level that you work because you're, you're, you're a mindset coach and you work people on that level. Beautiful. Excellent. Okay. So thanks for the Q and a folks, we're going to move on. All right. So now it's time to get uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump into our speed networking session. Uh, you're going to share your 60 to 90 second pitch. Um, and I'm, I'm giving you a format of giving you a format. Um, and uh, you just use the follow format, right? Uh, this is a, this is a, um, just going to make it easier for people to understand what you do and how you do it. And it's also going to minimize you from waffling, right? And that's what we want to do is just get to the point. Uh, and so everyone listening onto the call. Uh, okay, so you're going to share your pitch verbally. I'm going to open the mic to you and then you're going to do your 60 or 90 second pitch. You also, once you've done that, drop in your contact details in the chat so people can actually connect with you. Right. So whether it's a link to your LinkedIn, whatever way you want people to connect with you, great. Do it. Um, you can do uh, do it now, even before you do your pitch for everyone who's listening. Right. <laughs> Listen to each pitch carefully. Uh, if you know someone who's a good fit for them, uh, let them know in the chat. All right. And then make sure you follow up after the session if you want to connect. All right. The key is in the follow up. Um, right. And so this is your opportunity for sweet networking. Let's go. Here's the pitch template. All right. So you're going to start off with hi. Um, you can screenshot this if you want to do that. You can, uh, you know, if you have a quick memorizer, all good. All right. Um, I, I can bring it up on the screen again when, when you're doing a pitch. That's fine. Um, so hi, I'm your name, your job title your, from your, your company name. All right. Now you're going to tell us who your audience, your ideal customers are. So for describe who your ideal customers are that have or struggle with a problem, right? So whatever the problem is that you solve, right? We, and then explain what you do, okay? And then, now here's the mistake a lot of people make when they come to speed networking. They, they typically try and pitch for clients, right? Um, that's the biggest mistake you can do at a networking event. And I remember talking to Andre about this, I think, when we, met, when we first met. Um, the best way to get the most out of any networking event is to look for partners. Who are the people and businesses that can refer business to us, right? Because um, then, then you're entering with an intent of collaboration, right? So here, what I want you to do in your pitch is to tell us who your ideal partners are for your business. Who are the, the, the businesses that when you get together, you can refer them business, they can refer you business because your clients are the same clients. You share clients, right? You work together. Um, and this is a, a good way to go, right? So who are your ideal partners um, and then what's the best way to reach you the best way to reach us is or to get started is tell us how to do that um, and then i've added two fun things to make to hum make to show people that you're a human okay um where do you call home all right uh, and the secondly is what's one random fact about you okay so uh i will give my pitch first so then you know you can see how this all works right so I'm Anthony Chansomuth, Director of Simple Creative Marketing. Uh, so for coaches, consultants, and founders of services, businesses that struggle with selling courses and services online, uh, we produce compelling case studies designed to help close more sales, right? Um, the ideal partners for us uh, are agencies, communities, publications, and podcasts that support million dollar plus services companies. Uh, the best way to learn about what we do is to download our free case study guide at simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash case study guide. Um, I call Sydney Australia my home and one random fact about me, and I think this, no one, um, maybe one or two people on here know, uh, is that my first ever side hustle was teaching beginner salsa dance classes out of my living room in Toronto, Canada. 
uh, and that was back in 2009. Okay, so. Uh, there you go. That's my, my pitch. Um, and who's going to put up their hand to be the first uh, pitcher? <laughs> Open your mic. Okay, Nat. Yes. This woman is okay. amazing. Hey, Nat, let's go. Okay. So... All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try to I'll, I'll leave that slide up. <laughs> All right. I'll, here we go. Okay, here you go. Hi, I'm Natasha Dinman. I'm the ultimate 48 hour author. I help um, solopreneurs, thought leaders, speakers to write their very first books because they struggle with structure and um, how, to, how to go about publishing. And of course, not having a garage full of books. That means selling and monetizing their book. We do what we do because we love helping business owners create what I call your business card on steroids, which is your first book. Um, ideal partners for us are those people that um, coach others how to speak, so speaker coaches, um, because every speaker should have a book, uh, therefore they'll get more gigs uh, in that way. And also of late, I've been attracting a lot of other book coaches and mentors because they actually don't have a publishing solution. In-house, we have a publishing company called Ultimate World Publishing that does the books, and we've done over 605 books to date. I've uh, been around for 12 years. So the best way to reach us or get started is through my introductory seminar that I've been running, as I said, in the chat box for the last nine years, uh, 35 times a year. Um, and I'll post it in the chat box. I call Melbourne and the Gold Coast my home. I live in two states. Um, and one random fact about me is that I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. Oh my gosh, how kick ass and badass is Natasha. Uh, I didn't know about that. I, I should have known. <laughs> um, so here, here you go. So see, when someone shares around a fact, then, then, then you can say things like, did you know Nat, that I did Taekwondo for five years? So uh, yeah, never got to black, I got to red actually. So um, there you go. We have something in common already amongst everything else we have in common. Love it, love it. Okay, who's going next? unmute yourself and let's go cheryl anyone put up their hands i'm happy to i'm happy yep. to do that it's oh, you. hello everyone i'm cheryl leong chief freedom officer from the growth hub and for buyers agents and property investment advisors that are doing everything in their business and missing out on opportunities and really struggling to scale their business so we partner sorry we power property businesses would empower virtual assistants and systems. Uh, our ideal partners are business coaches and educators um, because they want to see, you know, want to help businesses grow. And the best way to reach us and find out more about us is our YouTube page, The Growth Hub Global. And you can check out our case studies, which were created by Anthony, um, that show you how businesses have worked with us and the success that they've had with um, our virtual assistants. I call Sydney, Australia, my home. Um, and one random fact about me is I don't have a sense of smell. So my son and my husband are really happy about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, love it. Shares, uh, shares, let's do something new. Can you pick who the next person is gonna be? Yes, yeah, sure. Um, Erica, over to you. Go, Erica. Boo for picking me, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Erica. I am from uh, South Carolina in the U.S. Um, I'm a virtual silent strategist uh, with uh, Talk Virtual. Um, I'm 
I help uh, event producers uh, that struggle with the stress of tech from online event platforms. Um, I help with uh, strategies, automation, repurposing of your event content. Um, my ideal partners are uh, coaches, consultants, event planners, event producers, thought leaders, and trainers. And the uh, best way to reach me is uh, LinkedIn. And I, I think I said the, uh, the, where I'm from already. Uh, something uh, random about me. Um, I'm a graphic designer. There you go. Awesome. Uh, and, <coughs> excuse me, so uh, on LinkedIn, it's Erica Bates. Is that right? That's right. Okay, and pop that in the chat so everyone can connect with you. Uh, Erica's just a gun at Virtual Summit. So if you're thinking about hosting a Virtual Summit um, and you need some help and direction with doing that, trust me, I've done it before. It's a ton of work uh, to do on your own. Um, you know, that's a, a great uh, a way to, to, to do collaborations and a great way to grow a business is to do a Virtual Summit. But you want to have guidance and Erica's uh, the go-to for that if you want to have a chat with her. Okay, thank you, Erica. Who do you nominate to do the next pitch? Um, Andre. Andre, let's go. Thanks. My name is Andre Hoffman, and I help business owners and individuals to restore self worth and self confidence to move rapidly toward goals. I'm a co author of the How to Become a Six Star Business Amazon bestseller book. My idea clients are business owners, or individuals who are stuck in an area of life that is connected to. This self-worth area, these are typically in money, business, communication, leadership. And uh, my clients started to call me the doctor of self-worth. So it's not my brand, it's their one. I find the root of this low self-worth mind virus with accuracy and speed. Then I access the mind to do instant surgery on these negative emotions, limitations to facilitate lasting change. And uh, I connect them to their new identities, grander version of themselves to experience more peace, more creativity, joy, and fun. Uh, reach out to me if you wanna have a chat. Uh, I believe the real pandemic in this planet is this widespread self-doubt and low self-worth mind virus among individuals and business owners. They hold themselves back from who they really are. And I'm here to change that, to have you know, more people stepping into their power in business and life. I call Australia, Sydney, my home. Uh, my details are in the chat. And the random fact about me, I'm a paragliding pilot and I love flying. <laughs> <laughs> I love to fly. Uh, can you just give us your website for those of us who are listening on the podcast? Uh, I haven't got a website. I've got all social media and a Podia page. Uh, okay, that's all right. So is it Andre Hoffman? Is that your, what's your handle for social media? Uh, it's Doctor of Self-Worth, hashtag Doctor of Self-Worth. Maybe I should put that in. Uh, Doctor of Self-Worth. Okay, yeah. excellent. All right. Thanks, Andre. Who do you, uh, yeah, put it in chat for others on the call. And who do you, who do you nominate next? Who we got left? I can't hear you. I'll go. Oh, it's Joanna. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Of the um the time. Hi everyone, my name's Johanna de Reuter and I'm a public speaking coach from Fearless Communicators. And uh, our ideal customers are speakers who fear public speaking. 
really, you know, people who struggle with anxiety or struggle with how to incorporate stories into their public speaking. Because a lot of people struggle with how to structure a story in a short, succinct way. So that's a real speciality of ours, that we help people not only structure the story, but then to speak the story. Because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And it's not what you say, it's how you make people feel about what you say. So that's a real area of expertise in, in our work. Our, the ideal partners for us are actually, Natasha, authors who want to learn how to pitch because we have a very unique approach to pitching called stitching. A pitch and a story come together one seamless, deeply authentic and entertaining way to connect, not just connect with your audience, to get people into action. So the best way uh, to reach me is through my email, fearless at, oh, sorry, Johanna at Fearless Communicators. I'll put it in the chat in a moment. Uh, the city I call home is the gorgeous Sydney, Australia. And a random fact about me is that I love the stage and improvising. I love to throw away the script and to go scriptless. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> great. I had a great visual of you on the stage. I'm like, oh, um, you have a background in theatre, Johanna? How did you get into sort of this world? Absolutely. Yes, you wouldn't do improvisation if you didn't have an. Well, you might actually. People do it for all sorts of reasons. Pardon me. Yes, yes, I have a, 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 a go scriptless. Yes, that's brilliant. I could see already just some collaborations, natural collaborations happening within this group. Um, I mean, Erica works with speakers. Um, obviously, mm. Asha helps them make produce books. Um, mm. All need help with. Love to talk. Speak better. Yep. Please connect with each other in the chat. Uh, I think we've got Kylie is our last uh, but not least person to go. Kylie? Yes, I figured I'd go last considering I was off camera for the most part. So, Welcome. So thank you. I had some early me meeting starts. Oh, I've hit the wrong button. I had some early meeting starts, so I apologise for that. So I was trying to avoid the camera given I'm still out of bed. <laughs> no, we're all good. You don't um, look like you woke yeah, up. So, uh, so my, um, I'm a... So I'm a keynote speaker, I'm a coach uh, and a consultant. So I work directly with predominantly entrepreneurs. So people who um, are growing and scaling their business and are looking to, you know, I'm 28 years in the business of storytelling, working at, at, at uh, marketing and strategy director level at News Corp. So basically I take my expertise in, um, you know, co commercializing content to increase revenue and tell the story or the narrative around, con, you know, the specific areas of expertise. So I've done it internally in organisations in building brands. Um, so what I speak on and what I end up coaching on predominantly is the power of storytelling to build your brand and um, accelerate growth and connect with purpose, um, but not just building the brand to connect with purpose, but how to align your people on that. Um, I'm certified in the neuroscience of resilience. It's actually the access point for me in being able to enable people to build their brand is um, scientifically, it's been proven that vision and purpose are one of the key things that help people accelerate growth and do that. So suddenly over the last two years, I've been called on a lot to go do talks um, and coach senior leaders in organizations on how to connect with purpose using resilience. Um, uh, what's here? Uh, my podcast is called, the, so my, I get, 
I've called myself the Uncharted Leader. I basically just went out in 2019 and did this podcast because I've got a commitment to transforming our view of leadership and, you know, recognising that leadership is not something that you do once you get into a position, but it's something that you express. So my podcast started with that and um, someone said to me, oh, you should put, put your title of your podcast and your name in your LinkedIn. And so suddenly now I'm just known as the Uncharted Leader, um, which has been very helpful because now all of my keynotes are on, on that. So uh, I really do help people um, get alignment. I think the, the biggest issue across that group of people is how do I really fulfill on my um, what I'm committed to and get the results that I'm committed to in my business um, and all my leadership, all my life, so that it's all congruent, aligned with that purpose. And storytelling is a really interesting thread across all of that. Um, so my ideal partners are really, uh, I call it the three E's, executives, entrepreneurs, and emerging leaders. Um, and the best way to get in touch with me is on LinkedIn. Um, I call my home Sydney. I'm in Haberfield, which is about 10 minutes out of the city. and I suppose a random fact about me that most people don't know unless they read my bio is that I am Indigenous because people go really weird, you're white, you know, blue eyes. And um, But I'm, a, I'm an activist in the Indigenous leadership space. Um, so I've got a big commitment to amplifying the voices of Indigenous peoples. And so, you know, my, my intention was certainly with the podcast this year is to get more of those voices uh, onto the podcast and, and give them a voice. Thank you so much, Kylie. Such a powerful message. That's Kylie Stone, the uncharted leader. I love that. Um, and I like what you said about uh, purpose using resilience, because I think mm. that's, you know, um, uh, I've been on this rant recently about, you know, using your, your uh, greatest points of failure as your greatest strengths. Um, and, and when we can, re we can see it in that way. You know, our biggest struggles are the reason why we're here. That gives us our purpose. Um, you know, we can help others who are going through similar struggles, right? So uh, fantastic. Um, thank you for joining us and for sharing what you do. Everyone, please connect if you need to. Uh, if you like a resonance with what Kylie's sharing or what she does, please connect with her via the chat. Uh, the chat's going crazy. Sorry, I, haven't had, I don't have a second screen, so I can't see all the, the things going on in there, but I'm sure there's some tremendous uh, stuff going on. Uh, we're going to... Now that was a fun pitch round. Did everyone just thumbs up? Did you enjoy doing the pitch or hearing the pitches? <laughs> okay. Um, always good to practice your pitch, and we do this once a month, so you're welcome to come back and do it again if you want to next time. All right. So I'm gonna we're gonna wrap up with the open Q and A. Uh, I'm conscious of time, so uh, we'll go for you know. First of all, uh, yeah. Are there any pressing questions that any, anyone wants to have addressed around content marketing for your own business uh, or something that you're doing? Um, you know, or, or, or yeah. Any question that you, you would like some help with right now, um, something you're thinking about for your own marketing? Uh, uh, oh, go, Erica. I, I didn't have a question, but I did want to uh, give you a takeaway that I got when you were helping um, Andre. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, use the clips for uh, email and point out the tips. Mm. I like that, so I wrote it down, and I'm telling it back to you because I thought it was a good tip. <laughs> love it thank you okay um yeah and, and on newsletters as well because we while we're on that <laughs> thread um most of us again love to speak we've got speaking coaches on here um you know speak out your message sometimes i do that i actually record it to my whatsapp or to i'm using a tool called otter which is my favorite one of my favorite tools uh, and it automatically transcribes it 
um, you know, and I speak for a couple of minutes, I give that to my assistant, um, or you can do it yourself, and you just clean up the transcript, and that becomes your newsletter. You're done, right? Um, sometimes we get our best ideas. For me, when I'm walking around, like I'm in, in Glebe, so I walk on Blackwater Bay, and I'm there by the water, and uh, I just drop into this like peacefulness, and and that's when I get thoughts, and it's like, oh, okay, let's talk about that, um, and that's turn that that can be a newsletter, right? Um, can I ask a question? Yes. Yes, um, a couple of things. Uh, so firstly, I apologise. I, I missed the first part of your presentation. I was actually really um, interested in the whole piece. Uh, whilst, and I've been very ineffective at trying to capture the content in the chat, so I apologise, everybody. Um, everybody, I'm just so impressed by what everybody does. So if I haven't reached out to you, please reach out to me on LinkedIn because I am actually interested in getting all your contacts. You just, it's some extraordinary people in here. But I'm also interested, Andre, on um, working with you. I, 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 I've been dabbling for a while in wanting, I just do not want to do my own stuff. I don't have time. I've got three kids. Um, and so whilst the content has been incredibly valuable for me, I don't have any intention of doing do, doing it, the doing. Right. So I am actually interested in hearing from you after this. It's just a chaos week because I'm in isolation with my kids in um, uh, bloody, anyway, one of my kids has COVID. So um, it, it, whilst I may not be active this week in reaching out to you, please, if you could, if we could follow up and have a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, I, I actually like the way that your approach is my, in, I like people who walk the talk. And um, uh, from my experience in this presentation, the fact that you're out here doing this the way that you're doing this, it occurs to me like this kind of person I'm interested in seeing more about what you do and how you could do this rather than me do it myself. Love <laughs> Talk it. to you about what Absolutely. that looks like. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, that's the first thing. Um, and the same goes for Natasa. Natasa, you, I am your perfect client, I think. Um, so at some point in the next few weeks, if also you don't hear from me, please reach out because people have been telling me for ages the one thing that's missing in my suite is a book and I'm, you know, my Indigenous background story together with my work would make a good story. So please, um, if I haven't reached out to you too, please, I'd love to connect. Yep, Thank we'll you. Thanks, Ephraim. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely. Natasha, you want to add to that? Oh, uh, yeah. She, well, we already messaged on LinkedIn and I've already connected with everyone. I, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Look how fast. Legend. <laughs> I've already connected with everybody and we're uh, chit chatting there. So, um, all good. All good. Now you now let's talk about a bit about your just your content journey, Natasha, because you're doing Facebook lives. Are you doing them daily or what's your schedule? Uh, once a week. Um, actually, for the last year, I've literally just been interviewing my authors that I already published. Um, I was like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered thinking about new content. Let's my authors can bring the content. <laughs> and it's actually like you say, testimonials, case studies. That's exactly what those interviews are. Uh, we blast them then from a Facebook Live to um, YouTube, um, then onto Anchor FM, which is my podcast, which I've met. I don't even know how to log into it. My VA does it. And I've been told lately that people have been listening to it and that's why they've come to work with us. So well it was like, done. oh, well okay. <laughs> so it was just, just about, like as you say, repurposing content. Um, I made a comment in the chat box we don't do newsletters. We do daily emails. A couple of months ago, I actually hired a guy back from my birth country of Macedonia who uh, called emailed me and I found his email very engaging. And I said, I want to talk to you. Nice. And uh, he followed me up in February. I hired him. And so he does our um, daily emails. Mm -hmm. And one just actually came out and they're quite very short, you know, like sort of 
150, 200 words, yep. uh, you know, and um, and we don't find that's too much. If people love and they're getting value, um, they'll stay. And if they're unsubscribed, so freaking what? <laughs> so what? You know, it's just not relevant anymore or they're just, you're not there, you know, it's not a match or they're not thinking about that anymore. So they um, they can unsubscribe. I don't see or take that personally in any shape or form. And um, and content is king. I mean, I've been doing this 12 years and with consistency, they do come back. They watch and they watch and they watch. And then all of a sudden, it's sometimes they've said to me, they've been on my database for 10 years. Right. <laughs> and now they're reaching back out. So there are like people that um, that will, you know, reconnect. Only 3% of people are ready from, to buy from us right now. And so, that, and yeah, that, that, yeah, that's such so, a good point, Natasha. Like, I think it's, it's, let's remember that, right? Not everyone that, that touches or connects with you on LinkedIn or whatever is ready to buy. So it's about, you know, how can you show up for them? Even when, when you're not there to pitch anything to them necessarily, how can I just add value or, or tell a great story? Um, you know, uh, for some of us who are storytellers on here, um, it's, it's, people will come back to you over time. Um, if they just yeah. like who you are or how you show up. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, and then they say 3% will buy straight away, but 70% um, of the, say, the 100 or whatever's left over will buy three to 18 months later. So make sure you have your long-term follow-up processes set up and all that kind of stuff. It happens. It happens to me. I mean, with book writings, that's one thing that a lot of the time, you know, they're not ready right now. They just started researching or whatever, and then you reach back out. And if you're the person that keeps popping up, of course, they're going to learn to like, know and trust you and then work with you. So, yeah, I, I love content. It's all about education-based marketing nowadays. Love it, 100%. Okay, we're going to wrap up. Any Anyone else got a final question or a comment you want to add before we uh, say bye? All good. All right. How One much... final question yeah. about newsletters. I heard that using, because we like to use a lot of imagery in this other project I'm working on, and I wonder, because I remember hearing, don't use too many, too much imagery, because sometimes they're slow to load. Um, so I was like, mm, what's your perspective on that, if there's a brief answer? My, okay, so my brief answer would be, if you're running an interior design company, and that's what you do for a living, and people buy your yes. design work, you need to show visuals. If you're a model, and that's what you do, or you're a photographer, and that's what people buy from you, you need to show your visuals. Right? If you're not... Right. If you're like someone like uh, Andre, who works with people's minds and, and you're working on transformation inner work, um, you really need visuals for that. Like, you, you know, mm, you can tell mm. you can use words to paint a visual, can't you? So you can tell a story. Mm, yeah. Right? Um, you know, in Natasha's cases, Natasha's really good for her is because she has she her authors literally have book covers, book cover images. So she could actually put those a book cover image in every single email she sends out mm. um, and says, hey, look, look at this author I just interviewed on my Facebook Live and she linked to that author and here's their book. So it yeah. just depends on who your audience is and what what are you what are you using? Think about the messaging and what are you conveying with the visual? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, if you're yeah. doing it because you're you're connected to the old uh, like belief of the 80s, which is like brand is everything and you have to show up stylized and you got to look like PwC and you got to look like, you know, certain top name brands in the world. Um, for those corporate audiences, we get it. Mm. Um, if that's your target audience, yes, I would also say yes, you're also at a risk of just focusing too much on the visual um, and not mm. enough on what's the actual value being transmitted mm. through the message. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so there's a place for visuals, just don't get mm. carried away. <laughs> yes.
I think. Um, what we're seeing now, now, from a technical point of view, Johanna, what's happening is with, with a lot of email vendors, they're actually stripping out with the visuals uh, because they, yes. do, they do add additional file sizes mm. to emails. They, mm. they mm. do get blocked. Um, so a lot of people. That's what I'm hearing. Using Gmails and things like Gmail by, by, you know, by design is just text. Um, yeah. and so, you know, you might mm. not even get through if you're using emails. So just keep. Yeah, going. that's, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay, so I think that's uh, all we're going to. Um, quick question for you in the chat. I want to hear from everyone that's joined us live. Uh, what was most valuable today for you? Um, or if you want to have it, open your mic, you can say something too. Um, but I'd like to hear from each one of you. I like the three P's, the way you explain them. Um, the positioning, uh, uh, I've written here notes, the positioning, the problem solving and promotional content, I think. Um, I need to pass that on to my authors who don't know how, uh, what to post on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you have a recording of this, uh, when it goes live on the podcast, so you can just send that to them and uh, love it, Nat. Thank you for joining us. And it's been amazing to see you again. Um, okay. Uh, who's next? Shares. Yeah, I, I, I really like that in terms of just get organizing your thoughts around what to, you know, how to have little buckets for, for what to do. And then also the way that, um, as you said, like the sales funnel, just creating that marketing funnel, because we created a lot of content and sort of go, oh, is that part of the, I like to see things in a visual form and like to be able to go, okay, I'm doing this, it's purposeful. There's a reason that we're doing this and it, and it brings it through to the very end. So um, that really, that was really, really helpful. Now we can take stuff from the marketing funnel and then put that into either one of those three buckets as well. Yes, that's uh, part of it. So something that we can talk about, we'll talk about in an upcoming um, podcast party will be the, how to do a content audit. Um, and that's exactly what you're talking about there, Shares. You would actually look at, you just draw out those three layers of your funnel and then go, Let's look at all our content that we have currently. Where do they fit in the piece? Um, and I'll tell you what, I can guess already, 80 plus percent of what you're doing is at the top of the funnel, right? And so you're gonna have a huge gap in the middle and then you'll have some stuff at the bottom. So beef up the, the, the bottom two parts of the funnel, okay, with content, right? Um, Andre, and, yeah, like, oh, oh, sorry, yes. Andre. Johanna, you ready to go? Okay, I'll go. Okay. Uh, the, uh, I, I really liked the one piece of, content with your video broken down into uh, 18 um, uh, areas <laughs> using that 18 times on different in different yeah. ways I thought that was really uh, yeah that really sparked my um, imagination because I prefer to speak than to write yes and you you have a fantastic voice I'm thinking like radio podcast I'm going mm. like, I would love just to hear you talk it's just like mm. amazing right so uh, definitely lean into that. And even if you were doing, you're doing newsletters, you'd record a short video. Well, right? that's what I, um, Andre was saying that too. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, we're going to shift yeah. this up. Just drop it in. I've yeah. seen people do that. I don't know. Natasha's done that before, but uh, you, you literally just drop the video into the newsletter, click here to watch me yeah. talk about this. And then here's a transcript. And if you prefer to yeah. read it, right? Like that, yeah, really that's... nice. Great. Okay. Thanks for joining us, Johanna. Uh, yeah. Thank Andre, you. You want to share us anything that, what was your takeaway today? Andre. My one was, uh, again, you put my attention on that blog that I've been delaying to start off. <laughs> 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 gonna happen. 
Awesome. Well, we've got, uh, yeah, re reach out to me. Any questions at all? Uh, we will be doing more stuff on how to optimize and create great blogs. Uh, that's going to be one of the topics for our upcoming podcast parties. So definitely, um, I'll let you all know. Please come back if you're interested in that topic. Um, Erica, last person, I think. I think uh, we've had, yep, you're the last person to go. So any final words or takeaways? Well, I, I told you my big one. I, I wrote this one down. I did not write this down because I, I didn't want to do it, but uh, I think it's important just because you said it. It was um, make a schedule mm. with SEO. So. Yep, yep. Make it it's like <laughs> go on a date with your SEO. <laughs> um, uh, I love it. Okay, thank you so much, Erica. I know you're joining us and it's kind of hitting your afternoon or evening over there. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, our next podcast party, all right, it's happening. Oh, what's this wrong date? Um, oh, it is correct. Okay, April 28th, we're doing this again, 8.30 uh, uh, Sydney time um, or Australian time, uh, Eastern Standard Time. That's uh, Wednesday, April 27th, 5.30 p.m. US Eastern Standard Time. So uh, you can go register. It's the same link. or I'll send it to you afterwards anyway for all those of you on the call. If you're not on the call and you're listening to the podcast, it's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party. Um, Go over, register, jump in on there. There's only 15 spots, uh, and we invite everyone to come and, and join with us and jam again. Okay, if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave, have a listen to, uh, leave a review for Authentic Influence Podcast. We're creeping up to 100. Um, I'm going to have to bring some of these amazing people uh, onto uh, the show as guests and, and, and revisited guests because um, I just love jamming with people and learning all about what you're doing and putting out there into the world. Uh, and thanks, everyone, for joining us for our first ever B2B podcast party. Uh, have a wonderful day, evening, wherever you are and enjoy. Uh, yes, do what you do. And as I always say at the end of my email newsletters, live confidently and passionately uh, and, uh, and, and smile. And everyone here, I'm, I'm, I'm so honored to have you on here. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks so much, Anthony. Thank really? you. Bravo. That was great. Well done. <laughs>now just quickly if you want to check out the show notes for this episode just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast uh, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there and also if you are a conscious entrepreneur got a professional services business working b2b uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up serving others and being real then i invite you to join my authentic influence warriors facebook group uh, if you want to do that just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community okay thanks for joining in and i'll see you on the next episode for listening to the Authentic Influence podcast at AuthenticInfluence.co.